are times when God will ask us to move fast, as well as times when God will ask us to move slow. Being prepared to speed up or slow down will make a huge difference in the success of your life during this new year. Well, you know what? We are in the month of February, and I know that everyone is talking about love, and truly, that is a very pertinent point for this month. And we're going to talk about that, too, but I want to talk about it from the perspective of timing. Do you know your timing is everything? Mm-hmm. There is a right time and a right way to do everything, but we know so little. That's what Ecclesiastes 8 and 6 says Uh-huh. in the TEV translation. The New International Translation says, For there is a proper time mm-hmm, and procedure for every matter, though a person may be weighed down by misery. The New Living Translation says, For there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. I noticed that those verses, and I want to bring it from that perspective, as you begin to move with the rhythm and the timing of God, that's when the enemy will fight you the most, try to just crush you down, keep you oppressed, keep you stressed out, bring in the emergencies and the urgent that would interfere with what you've already scheduled, planned out to do. Well, the Bible is saying here, there's a right time and there's a right way to do everything. I heard my bishop talking the other day and he was saying like, you know what? He said, when you show up and uh, you're the right person in the right place at the right time, everything breaks open. And out of that came this that I want to share with you on today, how your timing is everything. I've said down through the decades, how timing is a key to success. And it is. For there is a time and a way for everything, although man's trouble is heavy on him. So when should you move in this new year? And when should you move fast? And when should you move slow? Oh, so let's break that up. When should I move fast this year? Well, number one, you need to move fast when God tells you to do something. Oh, yes, you don't want to hesitate. Hesitation means disobedience. Procrastination is disobedience. You want to move when God tells you to do something and you want to do it quickly, fastly. You want to get it done. Mark 1, 17 and verse 18. uh, Jesus said to them, come, follow me. So Simon and Andrew immediately left their nets and followed him. You know, there are times when there's a call upon your life. I can remember when God called me. I was a, a producer, a television producer. And, uh, oh my goodness, when he calls you, you know without a doubt, this is what God wants you to do. And you just have to say yes right then. You have to say yes. I share so many times how it took me seven years to say yes to the Lord because I'm looking from the perspective of tradition. But no, when God calls you, he wants you to just come as you are. Just say yes to him. Just say yes. You have to move immediately to do what God wants you to do. And in that, I learned a principle for life in obeying the Lord, to just obey him quickly. I do it now in my living. I do it now in my giving. I do it now in my sharing and and delivering what God would have me to do. I do it in every facet of my life. I move quickly. And I do what God said do. It's so important. And then Psalms 119 and 60 says, without delay, I hurry to obey your command. (laughs) 
without delay, without procrastination, without, wait, I'll get that done. I have to do this first. Without delay, move quickly to get the things done that God would have you to do without any hesitation. Do it. All right. The second thing that you need to do. When I need to ask or offer forgiveness, you see, you got to know that I got to do this thing. I got to do it right now. I got to do it the way God says do it. When we get ourselves in that position, you're setting yourself up for blessings. (laughs) Yes, without delay, blessings are coming. Without being late. Oh, yes, I'm going to show up on time. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be delayed. I'm not going to allow anything to hold me up. I'm not going to allow anything to make me late. I'm not going to slow down. I'm not going to slow up. I'm not going to let any setback bag bog me down. I'm not going to be delayed. Uh, So second thing that I need to do, I'm putting all that behind me now. I'm going to do what God tells me to do, to move fast this year. When you need to ask or offer forgiveness. Uh, I think that's something we all have to work on. I have to raise my hand on that. I work on it every time that it doesn't take me so long to obey God that I move quickly. And the Bible says in Matthew 5, verse 23 and 24, if you are giving an offering at worship and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your offering and go immediately to that person and be reconciled. Then you can come back to worship and offer your gift. Oh, boy, that right there. I know that was sort of a kick, wasn't it? But right away, we've got to obey God. In other words, it'll interfere with your blessings and you can't pile giving over it. No, you've got to offer forgiveness and you must ask for forgiveness as well. And if there's anything, that's why we pray every day. I tell you, I pray the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer covers every area of your life. And I forgive me my debts as I forgive those. See, the my debtors. Some people say, forgive me my trespasses as as I forgive those who trespass against me. However you say it, same thing. You know, I'm asking and offering forgiveness. That is so important because it will interfere with the flow of your finances. Yeah, that's why that verse is connected with offerings. Mm. Also, the third thing that you need to do fastly, not only am I doing what God tells me to do, I am asking for and offering forgiveness. The next thing you need to fastly, when you feel tempted, run away from all evil things. First Timothy 6 and 11, run away from the worship of idols. First Corinthians 10 and 14, run away from sexual sin. 1 Corinthians 6 and 18. Oh, you know, she said, Ron, you remember Joseph when Potiphar's wife was there and wanted him to lay with her? It says that Joseph left his coat. He ran. He was running away from it. Oh, why? Because you know what? It is so easily, you know, the evil things and worshiping idols. You might say that's Bible language. We don't worship idols today. Yes, you do. Uh Uh-huh. When you won't go to church on Sundays because you're staying home looking at a game or you're you're going to something else on Sunday. I had someone offer me some tickets. Oh, and I really wanted to go to this. I I really want to go to this. I really wanted to go to this. And it was, (laughs) I got offered free tickets. And it came on a day of my time that I have set that I serve God. Okay. And I'm not talking about a Sunday. No, you might think, no, no, don't try to figure this out because you can't. And so when I was asked, it was really, you know, I said, when is it? I said, 
Oh, no. And it wasn't that I already had that timing in there. I don't know if I would be needed for service at that time. But it is a day that is designated annually that I give to the Lord. And I said, oh, I can't go. I said, I won't be able to go. If they've got tickets any other time, if they could let me know. But I can't go that time. You know, it, it wasn't a struggle. It was not hard because this is what I do. I practice this all the time. I always put God first. All right. Because timing is everything and what you do for the Lord You don't know that that very thing that you put God second when he should be first could be a trigger for the next. Hey, for the end times for you, it could be a trigger. You you just don't know what God has planned and you have to stay with his rhythm. You don't let anything break your rhythm with God. And so, you know, it does not matter what's going on and how it's going on. And even when you feel tempted, you've got to know, no, I'm going to run from this because this will pull me away. It'll pull me out of mm -hmm, my service to the Lord. Number four, I hope you're enjoying this because I am certainly enjoying sharing this with you because timing is so important. And that is one of the the biggest, I want to call it a crucifix with people. Because when you start talking about timing, we show up late or we're not there on time or we don't leave in time. or We're always letting delays come in. We're always letting something cut across. No, timing is everything. Your timing is everything in your life. And I'm sharing this with you at the beginning of the year because I'm hoping that you will begin to set these dynamics in motion within you that you begin to build principles for life by it. Okay. Number four, when you've made a promise to God, Ecclesiastes 5 and 4 says, when you make a promise to God, keep it as quickly as possible. He isn't happy with foolish people. Do what you promised to do. That was a translation of the Ecclesiastes 5 and 4. It is so important that when you've made a promise to God that you don't slow around, drag it out, but also that you don't eat the seed. Whenever we make a promise to God and we're sincere about it, it's always our intentions were good, but good intentions won't get it done. We must do, okay? If you made a promise to God, you've got to keep it as quickly as possible. It's so many times I've got one of my church mothers that, you know, I don't see her all the time, but she will send her offering in as quickly as God speaks to her. She'll send it in. You've got to be like that. And, uh, you know, many times I tell people my bishop is not locally located where I am located. So a lot of times, you know, it's just easy to procrastinate if you're not around or if, if you're not connected up where you feel more of a responsibility and accountability because of your availability, but, uh, physically. But I'm here to tell you right now, you've got to move as quickly as possible. When God speaks to me, whew, I'll get online, I'll call, I'll do whatever I got to do to get it done right then, you see, because it is important. Your timing is everything. There can be things that God is doing that you could move in the future and do that thing when God has already done it in the present. He's done his part and he's waiting for you to do your part. Do you see how it all works together? That's why it's so important. He said, bring me the tithe, bring me the offering. How do we do it? Every time we get blessed, he says, bring it to me. So what does that mean? You don't do it at your convenient time. Every time we get blessed, we do it. That's why he said the beginning of the year, offer the first fruit unto me. What is he saying? Give me a lump. This is not a regular offering. Give me a lump. This is not your tithing. Give me a lump out of that that you have. And then I'm going to bless the rest of the year. Yes, that's what it says. I'm going to bless the rest of the year 
and bringing in the the outstanding promises in your life. Oh, glory to God. God is such a great God. He's an awesome God, and he wants to do great and mighty things, and he has given us secrets. Oh, yes, and the first fruits is one of those. That's a secret of overwhelming blessings in your life that the enemy does not want you to discover and tap into. And so it is when we begin to move in the timing of God and do what God tells you to do and you do it as quickly as possible. See, that first fruit has to come in at the first of the year, the beginning month. We get it in. We get it in out of the first. And as we move quickly, God is saying, I'm going to make the rest of the year just flow. And I'm going to do things supernaturally. I'm going to do things that you can't explain. I'm going to do things that you don't expect. Yes, that's exactly what God is saying when we obey him and we make first things first. Mm -hmm. Have priorities, have have boundaries in our life, have order in our life, have structure in our lives. Oh, that's what happened Mm. when you quickly obey God, quickly do what he says do. And it's not always concerning finances. It can be concerning your your God can say, go now, do it now. It's always a command that obedience has to follow the instruction that he gives. A story comes to mind to me about Peter, who was in captivity. And I mean, it was impossible for him to be free, okay? That he had guards all around him, guards at the door. And then it was this big door that you couldn't get out of. I have done prison ministry before. And when I go into that prison ministry and that door shuts, oh my goodness, that's a sound that you never forget. That's a sound that's like, whew. I mean, that lock, and when that door locks, oh, you know, well, I know they use the saying of Fort Knox, but it's like, you won't break out of here. So, you know, when God tells us to move quickly, I don't care how impossible the situation is. God is moving for you in the supernatural realm, and he's going to do what does not make natural sense. He's going to move past the elements of, of what this world says should and should not be. And we know Peter obeyed when God said, move quickly, send an angel, move quickly. And the Bible says when he did the shackles, they were broken off of his feet. And then as he began to move that the angel was with him, Peter thought he was dreaming. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And he got to the door and the door opened. (laughs) That's just like God. When we move and do what he says do, we can bring that to a relevancy right here in our time. We do it the way God wants it done. And we don't know every step, but we're just moving in obedience. It's called faith. And as you move in faith, as you get from point A to point B to point C, and then, you know, you get so far down the road, there's no turning back. But you're saying, Lord, something probably like the children of Israel. I can't go back. And then here's the Red Sea before me. Lord, God works a miracle. God brings it to pass. God does the impossible in your life. And one thing that he will not do, he will not let you fail. He will not let you down. He will always bring you through and bring you out just as he did Peter, just as he did the children of Israel through the Red Sea. God will always bring us out supernaturally when you will move and move quickly according to what God has said. Okay, next thing. When should I move quickly? How fast should I move? Oh, when you have an opportunity to do good. The Bible says in Proverbs 3 and 27, do not withhold good from those who deserve it while it is in your power to act. 
I have experienced in my lifetime a lot of things that people could do good and they would not do it. They would not move on it. And it's just so good to do good while it's within your power to act, while you have the power to do something to change someone's life, while you have the power to make a difference in someone's world. Do good. Just do good concerning them. It's a great thing. Jesus said, all of us must quickly carry out the task assigned us by the Father who sent me, because there is little time left before the night falls and all work comes to an end. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, I had to learn this as a little girl, this scripture, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And it says that, you know, we must work while it is day for the night cometh and no man can work. That's what Ecclesiastes says. And I'm here to tell you what it is saying here. Our time down here on this earth is just a dash. It's not long at all. And we must begin to work while it is day, while we yet have time. We've got to work. No man knows the day or the hour. And so let's just do good. Let's do good while we're down here. You know what? I have enjoyed this with you, sharing with you when is the right time for us to do what is right, to do what is good. When should we move fast? And next time I'm going to talk about when we should move slowly. But it is so important that we move in God's timing, that we move in it and do what he tells us to do, that we move in God's timing, ask or offer forgiveness. Got to move quickly, quickly. We shouldn't slow down on this. Quick, move quick. Move quick when you're tempted. Move quick when you have a promise to God. Yeah, you made a promise. Now do it quickly, quickly. Move quickly when you have the opportunity to do good and be quick to carry out the task. Be quick to do what God calls you to do. And I'm closing this out. This has been so good to me. But you got to move quickly when God opens up and gives you, uh, offers you, may I say, salvation. It's so important. If anyone's listening to me today and you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today is an acceptable time to do it. You know, God is ready to help you right now. Today is the day of salvation, it says in 2 Corinthians, the sixth chapter. And you know what? You need to move on it. So I want to challenge you and I want to ask you, want you to think about this. Which of these areas that I've talked about today do you need to focus on this week? If one of them that I've talked about jumps out, if it jumps out, if you feel a kick, if you feel, yeah, you know, you feel some kind of, you know, if not an unction, you feel you're moved concerning it. Make a plan for yourself on how to move quickly. I'm telling you right now, it'll make the world of difference in your life. Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Dash is here to serve the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to this podcast and previous podcast episodes again and again. Also, share Dash with neighbors, friends, and family members by sending the podcast through email, text, and Facebook. If you need more information about Dr. Carolee Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.